Yo, yo, yo. How's it going, everybody? This is a topic that uh, I love giving updates on. I really love sharing because it's something that started uh, started my journey um, in digital marketing way back 13, 15 years ago. As, you, as most of you know, I've owned and operated service businesses, carpet cleaning, duct cleaning, tile and grout cleaning businesses, maid services, janitorial, all at the same time, and then you know sold some of them off over the ways, uh, and flood restoration and things like that. And I, you know, kind of, kind of saw the writing on the wall and saw how reputation and reviews and that whole entire gamut was really being developed um, as we kind of came out of the last recession into 2010, 11, 12. If you got it right then, you were leading the pack. If you don't get it right now, you are falling behind massively. Welcome to the Carpet Cleaner Success Podcast, a show created to inspire carpet cleaning business owners to build their own thriving residential and commercial cleaning business. Your host, John Clendenning, has built and sold successful cleaning businesses for multiple six figures over his 30-year career and is the founder of Carpet Cleaner Marketing Masters, a digital agency that turns your online marketing into a lead generation machine. Tune in as John shares proven tips, strategies, and expert interviews to help fast-track your success in the carpet cleaning industry and i'm going to show you some things today about reputations marketing reviews and and the whole aspect around it that's more than just hounding people to give you a google review uh, if that's all you're doing you're literally just doing what everybody else is doing you're just you just put your toe in the water but if you actually take it to a strategic level like we do with everything you can turn it into one of your biggest assets so how to drive more sales and get your uh, by getting your online reputation right is starting right now. Turn off your cell phones. Um, turn off Facebook. Uh, you can't really do two things at once, no matter how many people think they can. So you want to pay attention. We'll get through this quickly. I speak quickly, so you. you know, it's not like watching a replay where you can put it on one and a half times speed. Um, I sound like a chipmunk at that point. So you want to make sure that if you're a cleaning business owner, carpet cleaner, home cleaning service, janitorial service, or any sort of home service business at all, um, and you're serious about getting better results, just give the next 60 minutes or so um, your attention and you're going to get a lot out of it. Because what are we going to talk about today? We're going to be talking about um, how to have the best tools, why you need to be using the best tools to generate five-star reviews but beyond that, what you're going to do with those reviews, it's not just about getting them um, and loading up a Google listing with a whole bunch of reviews. It actually starts to look fake if you do it wrong. Uh, you want to tap into the power of multi-channel communication to increase your review count, but also increase um, something else we're going to talk about that's way more important than reviews. Uh, you want to realize that um, your reputation and reviews is a team sport. You must acknowledge and respond to all of the reviews. We know that. And we're going to talk about what trust engineering is. So it's something that, you know, sort of a concept that we've developed over the last 15 years or so, uh, something I've spoken on stages around the world about and um, written books about and all that kind of stuff. So trust engineering, and it's a hundred times more valuable than hounding for Google reviews. So we're going to explain what that is. So any of you guys that are new here, um, we do get a lot of people show up month in and month out. Um, but anybody who's just kind of come across some of our stuff and is new here, a little bit of a backstory quickly. Uh, I started a career in business in 1990 while still in high school. I've been the owner of franchises and independent cleaning businesses, e-com business lines on selling product lines on Amazon and things like that. Um, a whole bunch of different brick and mortar business stuff, digital business stuff, and then consultancies as well. VIP Consulting Group is a consultancy that we've uh, uh, run for 20 years, 18 years, somewhere in there, helping small businesses, um, you know, grow, understand what to focus on, things like that. So longtime marketing consultant strategist, keynote speaker around the world on different stages over the years, bought, systemized, and sold many businesses, and um, sold my final brick and mortar business um, within the last, uh, during, during the pandemic, uh, about a year and a half ago. And hi, Carl, I think Carl's on the call today. So he's the buyer of the business. Um, and recently, um, one of our newest books out is the complete guide to internet marketing for carpet cleaners. You can get it on Amazon. Um, you can hit Rima up. There's ways to, if you're in the industry and you're interested in having a convo with us, there's ways we can get you that book for free as well. So, um, by all means, you can hit Rima up if, uh, if that's the case. Um, I care more about what we do with our clients. So, 
um, we help our clients grow. When you start seeing numbers of 55%, 40% um, and, and things like that, and making sure they're ranking everywhere, showing up everywhere, and also really, really, really um, dominating their local marketplace, that's what I care about because that's what we do. We make our clients the top brand in their local marketplace. So they attract the best clients. Um, they're able to charge top rates and they're booked out for weeks in advance. So it's not about being the discount guy booked out weeks in advance um, because again, that's the, you know, slim, slim margins and high volume um, is, a, is a headache of a business. Um, some people do it. Some of you on the call might be doing that. I, I, I implore you that there's a better way. Um, I did it the old way first and then switch, switch gears and having, having the right message in the marketplace being seen as the authority in the marketplace and allowing you to charge out rates when people call you and say, Hey, how much more do you, does it cost me to get you guys? If that's the phone call instead of how, well, you know, how cheap is it? Or what specials do you have on? If that's the difference in the messaging, you're booked out weeks in advance with the best clients as well. So that's the important part. And how do we do this? How do we, how, how do we make that happen? We, we make it happen by leveraging the three core principles of digital marketing success. So again, there's a lot of writer downers in these, in these masterclasses. This is definitely one of them. You want to maximize the opportunity to generate a lead, right? So that's one of the goals of internet marketing. It's not about getting all the leads from one place. It's maximizing the opportunities strategically to get a lead, you want to maximize your brand impressions. So if you're maximizing those opportunities to get a lead, you want to make sure that people see you and in a positive light, they want to see a positive brand impression for your ideal, ideal customer base, your ideal audience. So where's your ideal audience hiding? And can you get brand impressions in front of them that make them go, oh, these guys are amazing. So brand impressions aren't, hey, we've got a sale on. Brands impressions are like, hey, this customer just said some amazing things about me. Check this out. Hey, this is a great result. We just re we just got on this customer's carpets or, you know, we just got urine out of this or we just we just did a whole home cleaning. You know, if you're a maid service, you know, move in, move out, uh, whatever. Um you know, and here's the great testimonial they gave us. That is brand impressions that make people go, holy crap, these guys are great. And everybody's talking about them. And you want to maximize your conversions. What we're going to talk about today is going to help all three of those. Um, and what we're talking about is online reputation and reviews. And what's all the fuss about anyways? Like why, why is this become like, you know, the, the topic, if, you know, if, if you already know to get reviews, you're asking your customers for reviews, very least, and you look, you're really happy about your number of reviews in Google, and you're comparing your, your Google reviews against anybody else's Google reviews. That's not necessarily your online reputation in a nutshell, but it, it's definitely the buzz. You go back five, six, seven years ago, and people go, I don't think reviews are important. Well, they were then, they're more important now because everybody's in the game. So, but the fact is, online reviews and reputation can actually make or break your company. All the data is showing this, that it's literally, if you're sitting there with one Google review, you're sitting there with a 3.5 star rating on Yelp, on Foursquare, on Facebook, on you know Local Ease. Think of all these other places as well. Judy's book, Angie's List, um, all of those kinds of things. If you're sitting there, even if your Google looks great and somewhere else doesn't, there's a percentage of people looking there that go, eh, I'm not interested in calling these guys. Here's another guy that's better, right? And they're just making that that judgment based on just, you know, sort of like perception, right? So your online reputation may not be reflecting the top quality service that you provide. Now, if you're not providing top quality service, you got a whole different issue to deal with. But your online reputation everywhere it appears is may not reflect that. And how do you know that? You check everywhere it appears. So not, again, not just Google. I understand people search Google 60% um, of the time is, is their search, but there's still other people that search other platforms. They're on Bing, they're on Facebook. They ask people on in social groups, hey, who should I get? And then, you know, to clean my carpets, to do my, you know, my, my home cleaning services, whatever. Then they go and search those people up. They may search back on Google. They may just search right in Facebook. They might look up your Twitter feed. There's a whole bunch of things that happen online. But what does your online reputation look like in those zones? So by this point, have this conversation a number of years ago, and people may not have invested in, in, getting, in getting reviews. By this point, you've probably invested in what are the quote unquote the best tools. 
but you're still not getting enough reviews. Or if you are getting reviews like outside of their system and actually publicly found online, if you are still getting reviews, you might be getting them only in one place. All of those things are a problem, right? So we've kind of just talked about some fails here, the fails that are dragging down all your other marketing because you're wasting conversion opportunities and you're watching customers going to your competition. So if you do a whole bunch of great marketing, marketing to get people in front of you, you do the online stuff, you're, you're running pay-per-click ads, you're running Facebook ads, you're doing, you know, you're doing an omnipresence where you're found everywhere. So you're maximizing your opportunities to get a lead. But then when they go to look you up, which is the next thing they do, or the, they don't pick up the phone anymore and call you or start texting you. They go and figure out if you're worth talking to first. And when they start doing that, at that moment, if, if what they see at the place they're looking at isn't is either zero crickets or it's not optimal, you've driven them to go, okay, these guys talked me into, yeah, it is time to get my carpets cleaned. It is time to get my service done, but not with them. And you're just spending a whole bunch of money to fill somebody else's schedule. Let that sink in for a minute. It really is that important. So um, really the opportunity that we have right now in front of us is 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 to change that tide, make sure that you are strategically better than all of your competition. I guarantee you, if you listen to the end of this masterclass, you will learn things that will make you strategically better than anyone in your marketplace. There is nobody doing all of these things. There's nobody who's got it all figured out and dialed in properly as a business owner. I can guarantee you that. So, Sorry, <laughs> I just got a text coming through. Um, okay, so let's move on here. So you have it dialed in when you're being seen as the provider of choice in, in, in your area. You're standing out from the competition and it's obvious everywhere you look. And I'm going to show you examples that will make it crystal clear for you what this actually means and what it actually looks like to stand out. You're going to be leveraging systems and psychology to derive consistent, high-quality feedback. And here, let's actually go. Do I got my little pointer? Yeah, yellow on yellow doesn't help at all. Feedback is the word that of the day right now. Um, that's a writer downer. We're, reviews are great. Feedback is different. And we're going to talk about why it's different and how it's more valuable to your business. Um, and it allows for more reviews as well. You're going to have your online reputation speak for itself and drive higher conversions. So it's, which is better? If if you turn around and say, I'm amazing, I'm great. People come to your website, they come to, oh, look at me, look at me how wonderful I am. Or if everywhere they look around the web, other people are talking about you and how amazing you are. They're talking about the great job they just got. They got, there's pictures being sh shared before and afters. There's all of this kind of stuff. So not just, not just, you know, yep, we had them in and they're, they're good on Google, but anywhere else they look, right? So this is the success that we're talking about being seen as the number one carpet cleaning, home cleaning service, home service business authority in your area. Ranking accordingly, accordingly. So rankings come from this, and we'll talk about that next. And and maximizing those conversions because you're using psychology in your marketing to influence people to choose you. A um, couple of examples of psychology and marketing around sort of what other people think or other people say about you because it's infinitely more valuable than what what you say about yourself, right? Um, there's a lot of influence now today, this, today's day and age. I heard uh, somebody talking about it. It might've been Jordan Peterson or somebody like that saying, you know, the influencers go, oh, look at me. I look so cute today, right? And, you know, oh, there I am being cute over there. And they've got these like these little, you know, TikToks and things like that. Um, no, you shouldn't mention that. You, if you tell everybody that you're cute, um, that's a problem. You're probably not. If other people are saying, oh my gosh, that's, you know, they're, the, that's the thing that should be, you know, we, we should be doing. That's the company we should choose that's infinitely more valuable as a conversion principle. So um, there's people that speak, for example, for a living uh, on stages. And Dan Kennedy was one of them. And Dan Kennedy tells a story a lot where his, what he, you know, he would send his speaking bio. He would explain, hey, uh, here's what I'm going to talk about. Here's where you're going to like me, blah, 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 blah. Um, 
Dan Kennedy's insanely smart around business and marketing. He started sending a crate. This is back in the day, way before the days of the internet. He would send an entire box full of testimonials from his previous speaking events. He would collect testimonials from his previous speaking event, and then he would send a box full of it, cover letter on top, and an entirely full box of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of testimonial letters on why he's a great speaker. Not from him, but from the attendees and the other organizations that hired him. And then a simple cover letter. And now he's charging way higher than anybody else and being booked out way more than anybody else because what they said was more important. That we can now do on the internet. So why do reviews and online reputation matter so much? So why is this topic today that important? Did you know that reviews are a ranking factor for GMB? You might say, what the heck is GMB? GMB is what they used to call Google My Business. It's, it's now called Google Business Listing, right? So it would be Google Business Profile. So it's basically while we're talking about between those two is Google Maps. Where that little maps listing where you've got, you know, somebody types in a search term on their cell phone, on their computer, on their tablet, whatever, and they type in, um, I need a carpet cleaner. My upholstery is dirty. Who do I hire? You know, they, they type in weird phrases, right? And Google tries to determine what it is and pull up a search results page. And on that search results page is a map listing. Yeah, just, you know, down below the ads, ads go at the top because Google makes their money there. Map listing is right below. And they only show three. Back in the day, they used to show seven. Now they, they, you know, they only show three. There's some rumor that they might even go down to two. And then you have to click more to get to the rest of them. And you might have hundreds of competitors. And for every one of your services and your search terms, you want to be showing up in the map listing anywhere you can. So you're how close the person is to your business, the proximity is a big is one of the factors. So if you move too far away, the other guy's going to show up. But who within that proximity is going to be showing up is all determined by Google's algorithm and weighted in that algorithm. You know, again, Google doesn't tell you the weighting, but by all tests, somewhere in that you know, fifteen to maybe as high as twenty percent weighting is 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 reviews. Right. So to get showing up there, there's other things, making sure you have signals on your website, making sure you have Google posts going out a couple times a week, or if not daily, make sure you've got press releases and all of this other kind of stuff in the marketplace. All of that helps you rank higher in the Google maps for all the different search terms, all the different services that you do and helps you what rank farther and farther and farther away proximity wise to where Google knows you are. Um, all of those are sort of ranking factors, but boil them all down. Reviews help you rank, right? So, um, and and it's all about helping your website rank because you can have on-page signals we'll talk about. This looks like a cluttered mess down here, but really it's talking about the interweb of all of the different places that your business should be listed that you can possibly get re reviews as well. So Google reviews don't just, you know, reviews don't have to just be on Google. You can have reviews on all of the other platforms and Google will pick those up. You'll actually see it if you go type your business name in to Google and see that information card that shows up on the right-hand side. In that information card, scroll down a little bit and you'll see that it's found reviews from around the web. That's Google scraping reviews from around the web. That's important because if Google finds them important enough to put there, you darn toot and they, know, they think it's important enough to to place you higher than somebody else if you've got those. So that's an important thing as well. Um, reviews are a major conversion factor. 84% of people trust online reviews as much as getting a personal recommendation from a friend. Who should I choose to get my carpets cleaned? Who should I choose to change my tires? Who should I choose to, you know, as my 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 uh, uh, mechanic, I'm get, I need my roof done, it's leaking. Who should I choose, right? You ask a friend. 84% of people trust online reviews as much as asking their friend, if not more. But, and this big but, 77% of consumers think that reviews that are more than three months old aren't relevant. And in fact, the younger generation, under 35, that number is not three months old. It's within the last two or three weeks. Any review that's more than two or three weeks old, they don't trust that you possibly be doing the same service now as you were before. They want to see people recently, very recently talking about you, right? That's how entrenched this whole review and reputation culture has gotten into our society in a fairly short period of time. It's gotten so deep that the younger generation, the, the new homeowners, they're actually looking for people that have comments coming in regularly and daily. 
So really, really critical factors on that. So you better be making sure that you that you're collecting those properly. Um, why is it also important? Here's an example of one of our clients, carpet cleaning, ranking number one, right? Because of those factors right there. They've got a ton of reviews and that's the Google Maps listing. So again, ads, maps, and then below the maps is organic. And about 15% of the people look at ads. The rest go, ah, I'm not interested in that. About 30% look at the maps listing and barely go beyond these three to hit view all. And then about 50% of the population still goes down below because that's where your Yelp is, your your yellow page di online directories, your, um, again, Angie's List, you know, things like that are all down there. You might find some thumbtacks down there and then you'll find some websites before having to move to page two, which nobody does. But right here as an example of this client, um, for this period of time, we've got 421 leads came in in the month on an average cost of $6.53 leads. Some came from organic. That's just ranking in organics. Some came from pay-per-click in that month. That came from the paid ads. 183 came from the Google listing. And then 23 came from web forms on landing pages. That's how that number generated. Most important part of this, 183 came because of that. And that listing, if that was a 3.5 star rating, um, or they didn't show up at all because of other factors, that number would have been 20 or 30. We're not talking hundreds of hundreds of leads to turn into jobs and influenced already to buy from you because they know you're great. Another client here, Elite Carpet Care, um, good buddy Walter. Um, these guys, number one, everywhere you look, this was one of their months. That's in total marketing investment, including all the places they're marketing plus service fees. $13 an average cost per lead, 684 leads during this period. And again, 148 leads uh, coming in from Google Maps during that period. More from organic, ranking well. They're, they're ranking number one right there organically. Um, Pay-per-click and then um, no other kind of landing pages and web forms out there. So that, but, but 148 predisposed to say yes, people, because of the reputation and reviews. So they impact your Google rankings. Another stat I did mention already is 96% of consumers say that they look to online reviews before making a local purchasing decision. So even if they heard about you, told about you, had a door hanger um, hanging on their door because you're in the neighborhood and you're doing all that great grassroots neighborhood marketing on every job to help grow your business, which everybody should be doing. And we talk about that in other training calls. But even if you're doing all of that, the first thing they do, you've got your nicely logoed van, all of that stuff. The very first thing they do, go online to see if you're worth calling, right? They walk past your van. They might take your phone out. They're taking a picture of it so that they can go and look you up online, not so they can call you. Um, and it's it's a major conversion factor. They're finding out what other people say about you. So takeaways, why is controlling and managing your online reviews critical to you? So you can enter into the chat have a good conversation back and forth with Rima on that. Um, I'll, I'll take a look at these afterwards. I want to be mindful of your time today. So we're going to get through the, the content, but write that down for yourself. Write it in the chat. Why is controlling and managing your online reviews critical to you from what you've learned to this point, right? So if you agree with me, if you've made it this far and you agree with me, wow, I didn't know it was that important for that many different things then if, you, if you've got that agreement with me, then what, what I want to share with you is the five keys to managing and controlling your online reputation. And we're missing an R right there. <laughs> we'll, we'll put that right on your online reputation. One of the reasons is, or one of the things you want to do is provide a world-class customer experience. That is, you, you can't get a great online reputation or offline reputation. You can't get a great reputation without delivering a world-class customer experience. You have to think that through in painstaking detail. What's the uniform look like? Do you wear booties? Do you, when you enter the door, do you, um, you know, do you smell, do your technicians smell funny or do they smell, you know, clean? Is the truck nice and clean? Is the equipment clean? Are you doing a great job? Do you do a, a full thorough walkthrough before you start the job? Do you hand the customer a gift because you arrived in their home? Hey, thanks so much for having us here. Here's a little gift as a thank you for having us in today. What would you like to have cleaned? Walk through consult, do all that kind of stuff. Um, 
wow them at every step. Do part of a room, go get them and make them look at a half and half. Do anything you possibly can, orchestrate it, not just off the seat of your pants, but planned out every time to create a wow customer experience. You do that, you're setting yourself up for a great reputation and you just have to put the other four pieces in place. Next one is build reputation management and reviews into your company culture. Let every one of your employees know that the moment they are in uniform and in your company equipment vehicle and representing your company, that moment that they're 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 on your team, they are like Walt Disney said, you're on stage. In at Disney World, they don't hire people through HR, they hire people through central casting because you're cast in the role of the street sweeper, you're cast in the role of the concession stand person. That's the job you're doing, but it's just your role because you're really acting and and presenting a themed experience so that anybody who looks at that goes, wow, everything about that was remarkably pleasant, right? So think of all the businesses that you you go to, all the, you know, the fast food restaurants, the, you know, the the more expensive restaurants. You think of all the, the shops you go into to buy stuff. Think of the how many of those people impress you. And when they do, you take note because the average is not to impress. The average is that was barely, barely human interaction I just got, regardless of how much money you're laying down. But the ones that impress you stand out because sometimes it's just innate. They understand it. Other times it's great company management that understands that all of their employees have to treat customers in a certain way because they've built that culture into the company that our reputation is the most important thing to us. Therefore, here's the, all the things you need to do to manage our reputation on a daily basis. Then you want to measure and inspect and celebrate to create more of it. So you want to make sure that you're doing follow-up surveys. You want to be asking the customers, did this how was your experience? Um, you want to celebrate when you get wins. You want your technicians, when they get their name mentioned in feedback, even if it's not a review. And we'll talk about that. Um, you want to be able to celebrate that with wow moments and and really, really, really reward positive behavior um, because you you want that it to be measured, inspected, and celebrated so that you get more and more and more of that in your company culture. You want to leverage processes to request feedback at every service call and communicate to the client using multi-channels. We're not in a world anymore where, you know, an email cuts it or just a text message or just a phone call or anything like that. It's got to be multi-channel experience to get any of this stuff working. So you want to have a process to request feedback. And there's that word again. We're just really diving into the word feedback at every service call. So every service call, good, bad, or ugly, it goes terrible, request feedback. Don't chase them. Don't send them to a review place. Request feedback first. And we'll talk about the nuance and the difference and why that's so much more strategic than what anybody else is doing in any of your competitors. <coughs> and you want to acknowledge and respond to every online review. And I actually suggest re acknowledge, obviously, and respond to every piece of feedback, review, comment, good, bad, or ugly, suggestion from your, from your customers, anywhere it happens. So if you've got a, a, a review, that just showed up on Foursquare yesterday because your client uses Foursquare, um, or you've just got a, a Yelp comment from a Yelper who went and found your business listing there because there's it's there whether you put it there or not. It sits there unclaimed, and they just wrote something. Do you know about it? Are you responding to it? Have you got that managed? Are you getting alerts anytime anything shows up anywhere around the web? about your name, about your company, or on any of these platforms. The Better Business Bureau, if you're not a paid member, they're not necessarily going to tell you when somebody writes a complaint. It's just going to show up online for everybody to see forever. And you better be the one responding below it in the nicest way you possibly can. So those are the five keys. Takeaways. Which one of those can and should you work on next? Think about that for a minute. Which one of those should you be working on next that you do not have in place? Are you responding to every single review that shows up online, no matter where it is, not just on Google, but everywhere? Um, are you, are you, do you have a culture where you're, you're, you're celebrating uh, your, your, your staff 
doing the right thing? Are you monitoring them? Are you making sure that customers are able to tell you that not just on a public review, but tell you privately how everything went? So write that down, figure out what you want to do that out of that grouping there. Cause that, if you get those five keys, right. And understand how to put all of those in place in your company and automate it. So it's not hard work at all. Make it super simple to put in place. Um, you're, you're going to be, again, light years ahead of any of your competitors who are just going, give me a Google review, I'll send you a link. Sorry, but that's about as lame as it is nowadays. So strategy for driving consistent reviews. Leverage the tools um, to request a review after every service call. And again, we're going to talk about how it actually starts with a feedback to get to a review. Leave printed cards behind as well. So one psychology, piece of psychology is if if your technician asks a customer, hey, they they have a they have a, an anchor, a psychological anchor, world, the world of neurolinguistic programming. They have something, a piece, a, a postcard, a flyer that says, you know, we'd really love your feedback. And they hand it with a QR code and a link and all that. And they hand it to the customer and say, oh, the office is going to follow up with you to find out how the, your experience was today and with our company in general. Um, if you don't, you know, you can beat them there by going to this link right now, um, but they'll be following up with you with a message. Um, if you don't mind mentioning my name when you fill that out, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, I get some brownie points back around the office. They've got the personal relationship with the customer, your technician does, and now they've asked for a favor. At the end of the job, when they've walked them through and everything looks amazing, and that perfect person is that most euphoric moment, that's, they're, they're now, the customer goes, yeah, of course I will, right? They've got an anchor. 99% of them will never go to the link on the piece of paper, but when they get the, 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 the text message and the email in a few hours, they're going to remember, oh, I told that guy I would do that. And they've got an anchor, a piece of paper with their invoice and with all the, the, the handouts that you give at the end. They've got that reminding them that, that the feedback is really important. So you want to train your text to plant the seed. And that's what that is, planting the seed. And you want them to be delivering world-class customer experience all the way through. It's got to be an experience. They go, wow, that was amazing. Oh, you make a call after the service to walk them through the process. So that's those next day follow-up calls. A day or two later, office staff, somebody on your team, your call center, whatever, they make a call. They've checked. There's automation in place. They know if somebody has less feedback or not. And if not, they make that phone call either way and just, just following up from the office. And by the way, um, I haven't noticed if you, if you provide any feedback yet. Can I ask you a few questions? And then just go through the feedback. And actually, what we suggest is type it right in there live. Open the form up. Type it in as if it was them. Put their Put their email in and then hit submit. And I'll show you a system that works brilliantly that then it sends them a thank you for that feedback and invites them to leave a review. So um, you want to build feedback recognition to your company culture. Again, the name is mentioned. And you want to leverage email, SMS, and apps for maximum impact. You want to use an app to make this all simple. So again, there are lots of tools to help you get reviews either within their system or possibly you know, having the customer jump another hoop to go out onto Google or wherever and leave a review out there. Most of them collect a lot of good reviews internally that go nowhere. But what we're talking about is a far more strategic process. You should be taking it much farther into what we call trust engineering. So trust engineering is a strategic and systematic plan to be seen as the expert and the market leader in your local industry. So again, a strategic and systematic plan to be seen as the expert and market leader. You get to create that. Why? Because there's a void right now. The void is your competitors aren't creating that obvious market leader position. If you're in a market where you've got a competitor who is the obvious market leader, are you doing everything you can to become more obvious? as the market leader? Are you doing more than them? They might have it because of history. They might have it because of blanket advertising. They might have it for a bunch of different reasons, their sheer size and people just know them. But are you doing everything you can to engineer that trust? So your authority plus your five-star reputation equals your trust. So if you've got this five-star reputation and you've got feedback and reviews coming in all around the web, not just on Google over the last, you know, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, you've got a pace of reviews coming in constantly. Um, and your authority in the marketplace is strong. And I'll show you how to do that. And you do that by marketing. 
you market correctly to build your authority, you have customer trust. No trust, you don't get sales. You might have a lot of marketing out there and wondering why it's not working as well as somebody else's. Good chance is, almost guarantee it's the trust factor. Um, your job as the owner to build trust, it is your job as the owner to build trust to get more sales. Everything you you are about is building trust in the marketplace. That is the job of the owner. I don't care if you're you're the owner operator or if you're an owner of a hundred crew operation, your job is to build trust, which will drive more sales. So again, in the experience that your technicians deliver and all the systems you put in place, it's all about building trust, the, the follow-up systems, the, all of that. And you need to uh, you basically need to accelerate all of this at the speed of trust. You have to be working your butt off to get ahead of everybody right now, because that is what's called the recommendation economy. The recommendation economy is people go and ask before they buy and they need to be recommended. And if you are the market leader and you have the most trust in the marketplace, you are recommended more than anybody else. Every one of your ads out there, every one of your door hangers, every one of your flyers, every one of everything you do, referral partners that are sending out letters and messages on your behalf, all of those things become source of a recommendation and it is so much stronger when you have trust built in the marketplace so simple way to do it rule number one have a system to request feedback from every client feedback is the voice of the consumer done right 60 to 75 percent of your every one of your customers should be willing to and able to fill out a feedback survey it's private, it's internal. Only about 15% of the population actually writes reviews. Um, consistently, they're actually going to Google, go into Facebook or wherever and actually write a review. But 75% of your customers will fill out a internal survey. Um, and it, this has been proven year in and year out by the Aberdeen Research Group, who is a research group for the service industry in general. And they understand that, the, the you know, the truth is customers experience lives entirely in the minds of your customer. So what you think you're doing and what they're experiencing are two entirely different things. And the only way to figure that out is not to ask for a review is to ask for feedback on a short survey. The cool thing is when customers provide feedback, there's actually a 55% greater customer retention because they believe you care about them enough and you ask them and they, you just intrinsically get a deeper connection with the customer. It creates a more of a, of a, 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 a deep, meaningful connection. Even if it was a bad, even if there's a problem with the experience, terrible experience, maybe not, but there's ways to recover that. But even if there was a few issues and they tell you about it as the owner, you respond to that. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, look forward to uh, giving you, delivering you a much better experience next time. Thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. Again, when it's great, you thank them still. Um, the, an average of a 23% decrease in year over year customer service costs. When a customer has a chance to give you their feedback, they can also tell you what they would like to fix any, any deficiencies, right? And it actually is almost always less than what you're willing to do. So it, the cost of actually customer service goes down. Almost a 300% greater employee engagement killer and important in these days these days of of you know employees jumping around from company to company changing opportunities all the time employees that get told by the customers that they did an amazing job through feedback and then the whole entire company knows about it and you have wow moments and you have rewards and you have all that kind of stuff um that's a way of gamifying your job and gamifying the employee interaction within your company you're letting them know that the customers appreciate them and we all look for appreciation as human beings and a 14.5% increase in customer satisfaction just in general just by asking them they're happier it's just it's, it's a weird human trait but more most importantly to us as business owners a near 30% increase in annual revenue is seen across the board by the Thousands and thousands and thousands of companies surveyed for the ones that actually ask their customers every single time, good, bad, or ugly, for their input. So you also create a list of, of A-list cheerleaders that are up to five times more responsive to all of your marketing material and your ads and everything. So by asking people, the ones that fill it out and love you and think you're amazing, they are the ones that you can market your very best offers to and your referral programs to. Um, 
They're also the ones that you can get input on about new services, new technicians, new things, because you've, there are certain clients that will fill out your feedback every single time and give you painstaking detail. They are your cheerleaders that are going to tell everybody else about you and that you can use in your company for, diff, for different beneficial reasons to help you out and help them out. So that's that 80-20 rule. There's, there's a small percentage of your client base that are actually the most active and the most likely to give you more and more money over time. And you can actually find out exactly who they are just by asking for their feedback. And they'll rise to the top very quickly. So, and you want to know as well that you want to make sure that um, you can find out to anyone that has had a less than perfect experience right? You have the opportunity to recover and save that relationship because you've just asked them privately with a, with a survey for their feedback. And they gave you one star and a, and said a whole bunch of bad things and checked off a bunch of boxes that were terrible. You've got the ability to now save that relationship because you know exactly what's the problem and you can, Hey, let me solve that for you right away. And it isn't public all over the place. Um, you can avoid negative online reviews that can cost you thousands. You get one negative review right now and you can't bury it with eight or 10 positive reviews right above it right away. It sits at the top of your Angie's list. It sits at the top of your Yelp. It sits at the top of your Google. It sits at the top of your, your, your Bing reviews. That, that's turning anybody off who reads it. Even if you're a great company, that review needs to be buried farther down the page. And it's that negative review at the top can cause problems. Oh, I don't want that experience. Oh, that was recent too. Oh, oh no. Right. So you save that by having feedback first, and then you generate ongoing positive feedback to share with your staff leads and referral sources. You get to use this feedback in a whole bunch of places. I'm going to show you a whole bunch of places where this 70% of your clients providing feedback can actually become your number one marketing tool. And you reinforce a good decision. Um, to refer you as well. So you're asking for the referral. Well, they gave you positive feedback and then you ask for a referral. Yeah, of course I will. I just, I just told these guys how much I love them. Yeah, I, of course I will refer them. It helps build that psychology without just asking for the referral. And you can't do any of these things simply hounding for a review on Google. Review on Google solves one problem and one problem only. So ultimately we want to tell you that Asking for feedback instead of just hounding for reviews provides a reliable, consistent, and easily manageable way to even get more reviews. Because the people that fill that out, then you, oh, for a favor, could you post that online? Even the ones that aren't quite into writing reviews, you know what? For these guys, I will. Right? Because they've just shared all of this positive stuff. So it, it actually builds a better review structure. So what does it look like? It's a simple campaign breakdown. You add the customer to a campaign. It's a simple app. You just type their name in, right? That's what we suggest. And that starts a campaign. That campaign is multi-channel. Emails, voice blasts, SMS messages. It's multi-channel um, request for their input with a link to fill out a survey. And any one of those inputs they click stops them from getting any other messages. If they miss it and don't respond at all, they got to hey, you might've missed this. Hey, one last time, I just want to see if you, you know, if you don't mind doing this for us, right? Then they get a survey. Survey has a number of questions on it. We usually say between five and seven questions um, and they can automatically leave their feedback, give you a star rating, but also fill out a bunch of, a bunch of questions in there. And then you have smart routing. If they say it was amazing, they give you five stars and it was wonderful. The very next thing is a message from, you know, we do it with our spokes model or the owner. We take a filmed video and the next message is, hey, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. I'm glad you had such a great experience with our company. Um, I take all of this very seriously. If you could do us one favor, that would be really great. Other people go online to read reviews and see what other people think before they make a buying decision. Since you were so happy, there's a couple of links on this page. There's one to Google, one to Yelp, one to Facebook, wherever it is. Um, can you click one or all of those um, for any of the places you already have an account and just It'll take you right to our page and you can just write a, a great review or just type the same words you put before. That would really appreciate it because it lets it'll let other people who are searching for us find out that uh, that that you had a great experience with us and they might want to have one too. Right. That gets more reviews. Now, on a negative side, if they're not happy, they go to a page. Uh Oh, so sorry to hear that. Can you let us know what happened and what you'd like to see? as a uh, you know fixed and 
I, I will I will respond to this personally. And the big button at the bottom is send directly to the ma the manager. Because most people write negative online reviews and then copy and paste them around 20 different places because they don't think the staff will ever tell management. They don't think the, their concerns will be heard. This makes sure that the concerns are heard easily because they write out the feedback. It's private. It's internal. You haven't told them to go to Google to complain about you. You're not cherry picking and saying, oh, this customer I think is happy. Let me tell them where Google is. Oh, these customers aren't happy. Let's hope, cross our fingers and hope they don't. They don't go to our, you know, our one of our listings and write something negative. They will. So no, get in front of them with a survey. I'd really love your input. Get them to fill it out. You can even have a little contest. You know, anybody fills out the survey, enters our monthly contest. Monthly contest, we give a prize, a dinner out, a whatever, right? Free bottle of spot remover, whatever. You can have that to, to prompt more feedback, right? You can't run a contest to get reviews because it's against the terms of service of every single review platform. They could shut you down and ban you for life. You can run a contest to get feedback. And then after the feedback, ask them, you know, hey, would you mind doing this extra little favor? So negative reviews goes right to the desk of the owner. The customer gets an immediate email back saying, thank you for giving me that information. I really appreciate it. I'm going to go check with my team. I'm going to follow up on this. Give me, you know, 24, 48 hours to, to gather some information and I will get a hold of you um, to resolve this. They get that message right away. They take a deep breath. They calm down. That's a proper system. That's how it should work. Rule number two, you want to dominate online. You want to dominate over all your competitors by now marketing your reputation as your local brand, right? So I don't care if you've got ducks on the side of your truck. I don't care if you've got, you know, whatever it is, your brand is what other people say about you. That's who controls your brand. So you can take back some of that control by marketing all of that feedback and your online reviews, grabbing them from where they're being static. They're statically sitting in one place. You've got some reviews statically sitting on Facebook that nobody that goes to your Facebook, that if they don't go to your Facebook page, never see. Let's grab those off of Facebook and market them all over your website and everywhere else. Let's grab them off of Google. Let's also get all the feedback that came in that was positive. Let's share that out on Twitter. Let's share that out all over the place. So where else can we share that out? All your social media channels. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, your LinkedIn, you name it, all of those places, every piece of positive content that come in should be shared out. And it's going to be shared out in text, which means the internet can read it and see it as a link back to your website and your properties and get all of that warm, fuzzy signal about you. But it should also be shared out as images. So images where people are smiling and talk about the comments, you get the text, you got the images and the images can be shared on any image site. So Foursquare, Flickr, Pinterest, back on Facebook, anywhere that takes images, the, the images should be shared as well. So now you're building all of this marketing content simply because you ask people for feedback. You're getting reviews automatically, but you've also built an entire marketing engine. YouTube videos, those those pieces of content can be taken and on, you know, and and shown on on YouTube as a as a slide gallery or with music or whatever. What we actually do is for our clients, um, we've got a whole service where we actually use spokes models and green screens. So take a couple pictures of your office, take a couple pictures of your van. We'll put our person in front of yours and it looks like they're a representative of your company. They'll read the review. They'll talk about your company, how great it is. They'll give a link at the end. And these, these videos, um, so our, some of our regular clients get one of these a month, but it's a whole done in studio spokes model video just talking about your reputation put on YouTube and then syndicated around the entire rest of the web to about 150 other places as well. And then anytime you're retargeting people, so they come to your website, they leave, right? You go to Amazon, you look at a pair of golf shoes, you leave. Next thing you know, you're followed around by golf shoes everywhere you go. People coming to your website should be followed around by you, right? It's retargeting. 95% of people that land on a website don't actually call or fill out a form or do anything. They leave for one reason or another, thinking about it, got three or four tabs open, the kids started crying, whatever, oh, let me get back to this. You should be chasing them around because nobody else is. And you should be chasing them around, not with deals and offers. Actually, the number one clicked ad is actually reviews. So people's, you know, you send them one review, then another one, then as they're traveling around the web, they go to WebMD, they go to Weather Network, whatever, and they're seeing tons of reviews on you. So that is marketing your business. Now, can you see how you're building authority? Can you see how you're standing out above everybody else? And then you want to position yourself as the local authority in your category beyond just that marketing of that. Other ways you can do that is you can, um, you can, you can deploy 
pro prolific authority branding. So what that means is your, your, your five-star brand, the number of reviews you've got, all that kind of stuff becomes mentioned on back of buses and billboards and everywhere else like that. You can, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do about authority positioning. Um, you can publish images and content, including video around the web. We just talked about that. You can re leverage referral marketing to become an authority. So, you know, you could be sending, hey, you know, say, for example, you're a carpet cleaner. One of the things we used to do was go to all of our commercial clients and not only get their employees, but some of them, we were able to get them to actually write. We wrote the, the letters, sent the mailings to their database and had them endorse us because they'd used us for years at their facility. Maybe the owners used us at their home and now said, hey, we'd love to do a JV relationship. Um, they get some free cleanings out of it or whatever, but we send them a message to their database from them saying, hey, I'd just like to tell you about a company we've used for years, just love them to death. And here's a great offer they've made available. You get to leverage that and don't take my word for it. Go check them out online. Go check out, you know, blah, blah, blah. They are the, the local authority in, in, in the cleaning space. And it's obvious you want to get some local expert interviews. You can get interviewed by the Chamber of Commerce. You can get, there's other tools. There's, this is one that, that we've done um, where we have a spokes model. We interview somebody and then put it in front of a spokes model video that they can share out anywhere they want to share out their brand. And they're just being interviewed about what it means to be um, a, a, a top-notch provider in the local marketplace and publish press releases. We publish a press, le press release for our clients about monthly. Um, and it's just another way of getting great rankings and signals, but it also builds your authority. We're always putting a review and, and talking about reputation in that. So, so what does that all look like, right? So here's what reputation building and marketing looks like all together. We're just tying all those pieces together, putting people in the forms, all that kind of stuff. All of, the, all of the things that should happen to build your brand and your authority using reputation marketing. Now, the interesting thing is, is um, the only step that we ask customers to do in our application is right here. Enter the customer's name, email, and cell phone number, if you've got it, but email or, and or cell phone number. That's it. Just do that. The technician does it in the driveway on the way before they drive away. The office staff does it first thing the next morning when they're processing the invoices. Those two are the ideal ways. Um, we can API connect into service monsters and house call pros and things like that and help automate that a little bit more. But either way, every single customer gets put into the feedback request system. From that point, all of this um, requesting, campaigns written for you, text messaging, marketing activities, um, brand building, social media, advertising and marketing, um, all of your hundreds of directory listings, all of it gets influenced by that simple feedback you got and then the online reviews. So we get feedback and reviews. They get we grab from both sources and they move throughout the entire marketplace. Anywhere anybody looks, anybody who puts your name in, anywhere that anybody refers you and shares anything about you, all it is is you guys are amazing, you guys are amazing, you guys are amazing, and that builds your authority like nothing else. So question, who would like to see what this all looks like when it's put together? I'm going to wrap this up in the next five minutes, and as we run through this last little bit, we're going to actually show you exactly what it looks like in action. Cool. Okay, great. Awesome. So let's do that. So as an example, videos. So we're going to run through ChemDry Acclaim. Videos, channel full of videos. All of the, again, these, these review banding commercials and all other things about their reputation reviews. Put up there, optimized to rank for all of these different safe green cleaning terms and upholstery cleaning. And, you know, there's an upholstery cleaning one. So all great terms, area rug cleaning, things like that for all the different cities that they, that, that they service, but all found on video streaming platforms like YouTube, and then syndicated around to all the other directories and other social properties. Um, example of images running for same type of, and all different types of, this is just one example of one type of image, but all different types of images about the feedback and the reviews coming in. So most of these are just feedback that would never have been a review. These would have just not existed. And now they're actually, each one of them is a marketing piece out on the internet. Um, targeted Facebook paid ads. Run ads based on your reputation. Run ads based on before and after jobs and the customer's testimonial. Here's some pictures before and after. And oh, by the way, here's what the customer said about it. You've got feedback, even if they never left a review. If you get feedback from everybody, you're running ads about how great you are, but it's not you saying it, it's somebody else. Um, and look at this. This is a simple ad right here. 
3,900 people reached with this ad, right? Simple ad, small budget, you know, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, reached 3,000 people. And some of them watched it multiple times. You're also going to be seeing it as captive image posts in your, in your social media. So this is another example of just an image post. 197 people just saw this Facebook post as an example at the time that this was pulled. And um, you're going to, you, you see that it's, that's the comments that the customer left as feedback, not as an online review. And it's got all the keywords. They're right. They're talking about, you know, professionalism and cleaning and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And all the reasons why um, dirt and oh, they're using keywords better than we can. And every customer is writing their own comments. Great image. Click on the, uh, the image or the, the, the post and it links right back to that feedback on the, the website. So it becomes website marketing as well. Then you get digital storefronts. So think of this. This is the header on YouTube. This is the header on Facebook. When's the last time you thought of marketing your reputation through and consistently keeping the same image across all of your digital storefronts? So that's, and change these up every couple of months. Put another piece of feedback up there. Change it for the fall, change it for the winter, things like that. But every single time you, you, you have any sort of advertisement going out, you better have it dripping with customer comments because that's what people are gravitating towards. So also we talked about those retargeting ads. Well, where do they show up? Like CNN, like if you've got it set up with a company that's retargeting, here's the weather network. You know, you've got all that anywhere that somebody who went to your website and leaves, they've now been pixeled. They go to any of these platforms and you've got a, a, a relationship with, with a vendor, somebody like us who can actually run these ads for you. Then we can get them placed on all of these sites that they go on. Um, millions and millions of sites have ad spots all over the, you know, that's how they make some money. Anytime somebody clicks on that, they get paid a little bit, right? So, so those ads are sitting there and they're, they're fairly inexpensive because it's cost per thousand impressions. And there's just lots and lots of impressions. So as an example, in one month, 59,000 impressions in the local marketplace, 59,000 impressions to people that are interested have been to the website or interested. That doesn't mean 59,000 people. Some people might see these as they travel around the web. You know, they go look at how to do something on um, Photoshop, for example, and they end up on a blog. Well, the blog has ad roll on it. Well, ad roll is going to pull up some of these ads, for example, things like that. So hundred clicks back to the website and 64 post-click conversions to a phone call, a question, you name it, all just from influencing on these. And the best to influence is the reputation ads. They always should be in the mix. Having them also stream on your website. So stream live. These are actually for Google. These are Google and Facebook on a page internally. So you got a reviews page that will stream hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reviews, constantly changing the information on the page. Um, Homepage of your website should have a stream so that every time Google comes back to it, there's content that's different. Well, what's the content that's different? It's the actual reviews by the customers, right? So you should have feedback on one page and live reviews throughout your website. Live reviews about carpet cleaning on the carpet cleaning page. Live reviews about upholstery cleaning on the upholstery cleaning page. And then even the social credit or um, social credibility things we we called review pop. It pops up in the bottom corner, shows the reviews going on. And then if they click on see more, it pops in the middle of the screen and they can scroll through a bunch and they can click the call. So they can read a bunch. And those are all live reviews from around the web. So all of these ways are no matter where they are in your website, you should be influencing them with other people's comments everywhere. So let's wrap this up. We just made it just an hour right in the time. So let's just wrap this up. We're going to recap. The top trusted companies get the most work. We know that. The public and social reputation must be your number one focus. Best customers do not look for the lowest price. They look for trust. All of your advertising efforts, online, offline, word of mouth is being impacted by what people see when they look you up online. And the majority of people, 95% are doing that. When you build and then market your five-star reputation, positioning yourself as the market leader to attract more clients and grow your business becomes way easier because you are now the market leader. Everywhere they see you're doing great work and people are talking about you, way easier. So the bottom line, reputation marketing does mean more customers and more profits 
And it's your secret little weapon that a lot of, none of your competitors know to the depth we just talked about today. So action items, what are we going to do about it? What I suggest you do, take away from any of these master classes and trainings, the next three things you're going to do right away. Don't leave your desk. Don't leave this moment without writing down the next three things you're going to do. You can come back and watch this again. You can go back to your notes. You can think about it. You can give us a call. You can anything you can do from there. But what are the next three things you're going to do to implement this? Because it's that much of a game changer in your business. Steps to implement, just as a reminder, we'll recap it to give you kind of give your, your brain a little bit of a refresher here. You want to put together an online survey. You want to create some form of review capture page. So online survey and then get their information. You want to write the emails and SMSs to ask them for that and then to follow up when they do. You want to set up an email and SMS autoresponder. So you want to write them and then you want to find a way to set the, send them out. What are you connecting? What pieces are you connecting together? Things to think about. You want to train your staff on how to request reviews the right way. Hey, the office is going to follow up. I'd really appreciate it if you mentioned my name. Does that, would you be willing to do that for me? Get a yes. That's psych, that's psychological positioning, not just saying, oh, go give me a review. Let me stand in front of you and wait till you, you know, can I send you the link? You're going to do it? You're going to do it? Okay, let me send you the link. Okay, are you, you're, are you writing something now? Like that is incredibly, incredibly um um, forceful feeling and can actually create negative feelings. Even the person smiling sweet, they're going, I hope this guy leaves soon, right? Do it the right way. Publish and post your reviews online and websites all over the place. Don't let them sit anywhere um, static. Move the, have, make sure they, from one to many. Create shareable review images. Um, so screen captures of your, of your reviews at the very least, if not, you know, fancier images and, you know, there's different tools like Canva and Photoshop and things like that. Do something to market your reputation everywhere they go. They go to Facebook, every second or third post should be one of these, these, you you sharing a review from somewhere else or feedback. Monitor all of your directories and sites. We suggest about 40 to 50 to be monitored um, that are really, really important that people could write a comment today and it could sit there forever without you even knowing it exists. Good, bad, or ugly, you need to be able to respond to them and you need to be able to monitor them to know how to do that. Um, And I get it. That's a lot of stuff. These are what you need to do to start the trust engineering engine. It kind of sucks. What's easier than sucking at it? The easier way to do it is step one, go to carpetcleanermarketingmasters.com slash scan. We have opened up our scanning tool um, absolutely free. So you can go in, it's going to give you your reputation score. It's going to do a full reputation audit on you around the web. And it's going to give you a local visitability report. So it goes out and we pay for a lot of connections to a lot of different tools in the background. And it's going to go out and scrape a whole bunch of data about you, about your website, about your social presence, your interactions, things like that. You're just going to go find your listing by typing it in. Um, Either it's going to find it or you have to add it right at the beginning. You just go scan, um, fill in the information and... It's going to go out, find all that data for you and send you a full report and give you a grade like you're in high school. It's going to tell you if you're A, B, C, or D across, um, I think it even goes down to F, across a bunch of different variables. Is your name, your address, and your phone number the same on all directories? Because Google looks at that as part of their ranking factor. Is it wrong somewhere? That's a problem. Do you have reviews all sitting on one location and nowhere else? Do you have like, how's your social media interactions? How, all that kind of stuff. It's literally going to go through everything for you. We keep continue to add new services to this and plug into new tools so that it brings even more data for you. And it's just a lovely report. So you're going to get that for free. So go there right now and you can get that absolutely free. And then based on what you see from there, maybe you want to take one of the limited opportunities to get on a 60 minute marketing consultation call with me. We will actually take that report that we got from you Send it to our team. Our team's going to do a whole bunch of competitive analysis to find out all, all your competitors. It's going to know about your marketplace and your demographics and all that kind of stuff. All of that research is dumped into a document that I review fully after having 30 years in the business and been a consultant for all of all of all of these years as well. And I'm going to give you 
an hour of my time to go through all of that and provide a step-by-step plan to go from where you currently are to where you want to be. Not where I need you to be, where anybody else, but where do you want to take the business? Do you want to be out of the truck and having technicians? If you're a carpet cleaner, that's, you know, an owner operator, um, do you want to stay in the truck, but you want to build something that could be sellable um, that you can exit with a couple hundred thousand dollars in your pocket as an exit strategy, because you've built an asset that somebody else is willing to buy. What is the mix? What are you planning to do? Are you you know, planning to retire and give this off to your children? Are you just starting in and you want to start a whole new territory or a whole new business? You want to add a new service to your mix that you already have already and you need to build up credibility fast. Whatever that is, we'll talk about it and we'll, we'll give you a step-by-step plan based on exactly where you are, where your competitors are and how to catch up and get past them. So um, that's an offer that normally my consulting time is $495 an hour. If you want to book several hours with me, they, they come up very rarely, but you can, but you get one hour for anybody being on these webinars who is in the industry, who wants to have that conversation and is serious about taking your business to the next level. You can have that conversation with me. And to do that, you go to carpetcleanermarketingmasters.com slash schedule. So you either go there or you mentioned Arima in the chat. I'm really interested. She'll get your information. She'll start that scan process with you and get some background information on you. And um, we book only a couple of these a month. So you can get onto the schedule, get the team doing the work, and we can come up with a plan for you as well. So hopefully that one of those, uh, those suggestions there resonates with you. But I hope you understand the reason why this is such a, a major, major topic Thank you all for attending. If you need any of our help at all, carpetcleanermarketingmasters.com slash schedule or slash scan if you want to run your scan. And I thank you all for attending. And I look forward to seeing you on the next masterclass that we have. Take care, everybody.